welcome to the Inner Success Story podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Wilson, and I help established career-driven women to break through the negative inner dialogue and finally feel like they're good enough. My mission is to ensure that more women enjoy their career, step up to higher roles, and in doing so, hold the ladder to allow other women to climb with them. I grew up with an inner dialogue of I'm not good enough, and this impacted really negatively on how I was living my life. I started my personal development journey and everything changed for me. Now I want to support you to do the same. Each week I'll be uncovering the truth about mastering your mindset and there will be some surprises and perspectives you might not have considered before. Just to give you a bit of warning, I'm super passionate about this and that might mean sometimes I swear. Welcome to the second instalment of the Inner Success Story Show. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you are all well. I'm really looking forward to talking to you again about imposter syndrome. And today it's going to be around the desire to fit in. I think that probably affects the vast majority of us. We have a deep desire to fit in. When we're at school, we want to fit in with our peers. We want to be doing the same things that they do. We want to have the same things they have. We just want to be accepted and belong. A lot of us are different and that's why often we are picked on for bullying. I was bullied at school um, because I had a difference. We moved from Derbyshire to Sussex when I was about nine, left everything I knew, all of my friends, and I just thought all schools would be the same. But actually what happened was I was terribly bullied because I had a really thick northern accent. You can't tell now, can you? Um, and so as a result of that, my deep desire from for that year that I was in school of, of that particular school was I just wanted to fit in. I wanted to have friends. I didn't want to stand out. I didn't want to be different. And it's taken me such a long time to think that being different is is anything good. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about that later, because that has had like a really massive impact on me in a really positive way that I want to share with you. So we had um, episode one last week about imposter syndrome, where I talked about it being this perception of, of, of being outside of your comfort zone, but to the extent that actually you've stepped towards fear. Um, the imposter syndrome can be viewed as a positive thing because success doesn't exist in our comfort zone. It exists outside of that. It exists when we are feeling uncomfortable. And imposter syndrome certainly fits into a place where we're uncomfortable. But managing imposter syndrome is about kind of understanding what's behind it, where it started. But today I'm going to really focus on this desire to fit in. So I'm sure you understand the desire to fit in. I'm sure you understand and have had experiences of where you felt that you stood out. You felt that you were different to other people. And imposter syndrome is very much like that. Like you go into a meeting and you think nobody else has got this issue. Nobody else is experiencing this problem. I'm the only person who is anxious in this room about this meeting and so therefore I stand out and I don't want to stand out I just want to do my job and do my meeting like everybody else but I can promise you in any given room probably 40 to 50 percent of those people are struggling with the same thought so actually as much as you think you stand out and want to fit in if everybody was honest actually you probably already fit in because everybody feels that way like um I used to be a trainer um, and now having moved more into coaching, um, I realised the ridiculousness of an icebreaker. Like, you know, when you go into the room and you all sit around and you all say in turn who you are, what department you're from, what you want to get, whatever it is, whatever the questions are. And I think the worst question I 
could think of, not that I ever did this one, was tell us something interesting about yourself. And of course, your mind just goes completely blank and you're like, oh, my God. And then you're like, oh, I'm not as interesting as everybody else. I can't believe that there isn't anything interesting about me. And that whole story and the imposter syndrome kind of starts up again. So why do we have this innate need in us? Well, actually, it's really old programming, really old programming that actually we don't want anymore. So historically, and when I say historically, I mean many moons ago when we were living in caves, we lived in groups. We lived in tribes, herds, whatever you want to call them. Tribes makes it sound like there was lots of conflict between different tribes, and I'm not sure that that's true. Um, but there were definitely there was definitely, you know, a community element and within that community, everybody knew who they were, knew what they did, knew where they fitted in. And if you were perceived as different or coming out of that mould, you were shunned. You might even be excommunicated from that particular village and what have you. And if you lived alone, you probably wouldn't survive. So this innate need comes from a deep programming in us to fit in to be part of a group and to be looked after and and live as part of that community but we don't actually need that programming anymore so whenever it comes into play that you're thinking about fitting in with other people the first thing to say is acknowledge that you are doing that and say to yourself but I don't need that anymore it doesn't matter because actually in the grand scheme of things it doesn't matter so we always want to blend in. We want to know our place in our class, in our office, in our family. We want to have like the comfort and security. And comfort and security is incredibly important to us because comfort and security and therefore staying in our comfort zone is a very safe place to be. It's, it's a very known quantity, even if that's not a particularly comfortable quantity. So, for example, I was talking to um, a friend the other the day who was saying that she's in the first calm relationship that she's ever been in but her experience in childhood was chaos a chaotic relationship with lots of rowing and arguing and she said how unsafe she feels currently in that relationship because it's not her normality now actually it's a lovely place to be in a relationship where somebody makes you feel safe and comfortable but whatever normality you knew that's your comfort zone so comfort zone seems to be a bonkers word for it but that's kind of how it goes so we don't need this anymore we don't need to fit in we can stand out and be amazing so let's talk about validation so quite often when it comes to low self-esteem low self-worth struggling with imposter syndrome, quite often you are likely to be looking for validation from somebody else. So that could be a boss, that could be a colleague, that could be your mum, that could be your dad, that could be friends that you look up to, that could be a family member, anybody. If you are looking for external validation, I just want you to think about and maybe journal this after the session and think about who do I want or expect validation from and why? So I had a brilliant breakthrough session with a client last night, aha moments. Um, she's had two sessions and she came to the session this week and was really, really, really chuffed that she had recognised that she'd done a job well 
and that she was waiting for her boss to give her positive feedback on it. And her boss isn't really one for feedback at all. So she wasn't going to get it. So she put that expectation out there, didn't get the expectation met, but was able to say, hold on, I know I did a good job. I don't need his permission for me to call that a good job. So I'm going to take that as a win. And then we entered into the discussion around rewards. We're very reward-based as humans. And if we recognize something that we're in the midst of making a change about, actually, that's really important to then reward ourselves, A, for the job done well, and B, for the new learning and the new recognition that that's what's happened. So another question I'd like you to think about if you are doing this exercise and you want to think about who you're waiting for validation from would you go to that person for advice? So for me, historically, I needed validation from my mum. Would I go to her for advice for a lot of things? Probably not. Um, so that validation element, as soon as I started to let go of that and look for either validation within myself or validation from somebody that was going to give and was going to because um, let, let's be honest, validation is lovely. It's just about who you put your expectations on to get that validation. And if you're putting your expectations in the wrong person, then you're not going to get it. So the power of self-validation, the power of knowing that what you just did was the right thing, what you just did was a good piece of work, that, that thing that you did was helpful, it, it contributed. Once you start empowering yourself to give yourself that validation it's incredibly freeing so don't give your power to other people because the more you invest your energies and your emotions in another person who doesn't give back the lower your self-esteem gets the more you then evidence that as a reason for people to not like you so be that person who doesn't need to go please miss please you know I did that you don't need it. And as soon as you make a decision and it is a choice to let go of that, then that is an incredibly empowering thing. So I want you to instead enjoy the power of standing out. So don't be that person who needs validation from other people. Don't be that person who waits for um, some form of praise and what have you. Look for that within yourself, first of all, and that will make a massive change. And then when it comes to fitting in, when it comes to being part of the herd, part of the team, part of the tribe, instead of that, embrace standing out. So for years and years and years, I had a confidence mask. So my confidence was very bubbly, very much like you're seeing me here, but it didn't feel it inside. Inside, it was always panicky. And all the time, we are giving out micro signals all the time, like every second, hundreds of them about how we're feeling. So if you were being confident and seemingly confident and what have you, if you don't feel it within, then it comes across as like a weird energy. So as a result of that, I really struggled with friendship building and colleagues and things like that. Because I was essentially trying to fit into a mould of a person that I actually wasn't, in doing that, I was giving off a really weird vibe. And in doing that, I was repelling people and annoying them and they found me irritating and what have you, instead of 
being proud of who I am I think realistically part of that was because I didn't know who I was so I was then trying to sort of find that whilst grasping at straws and what have you as soon as you let go of trying to be somebody else which is a thing you can never achieve once you decide to embrace yourself works and all because nobody comes without flaws everybody's got parts of them that they don't like physically emotionally mentally that that's just the thing people will always have that but once you stop with that once you decide instead that you are going to go on a personal development journey find out who you are and embrace that person what happens is your energy vibration changes and what ends up happening is you find your tribe. So bit of a digression, but when I was at my last corporate job, I had a really, really, really rough time. Um, it made me quite unwell. It made me behave in behaviours that I didn't like. It made me, I mean, don't get me wrong, the, the, the place that I worked was not good for my mental health and a lot of circumstances and situations helped around um, helped hindered around that but it wasn't all on them some of it was me as well and I look back now and I can kind of see that and take my own ownership and responsibility for it but realistically it wasn't until I became a coach and really dived incredibly deeply into that world all the time because previous to that I was dipping in and out of it whereas obviously when you become a coach and you open your own practice and you're doing that all the time you embrace it and I promised myself that I would embrace whatever came my way so whatever happened and um, whatever new modality I came across I would give it a go with an open mind honestly I was quite skeptical but I promised myself that that's what I would do and I learned more and more and more about myself. I learned how to tap into my intuition more. I learned how to listen to my body going, no, that, that doesn't fit with us. We don't like that. And then making appropriate changes for it. It's a journey and it's a journey I will always be on. Once you start your personal development journey, it is ongoing, but it's such a beautiful and exciting thing to experience. I highly recommend it. If you are constantly trying to be somebody else and not yourself, actually, you're almost pushing yourself into imposter syndrome because you're trying to fit a mould that actually you can't fit. It's, it's really as simple as that. Pretending to be somebody that you are innately not, you are never going to be successful wholly in doing that. It will always feel uncomfortable inside you. It will always have elements of anxiety. So in terms of that, that fitting in, in trying out these new things and discovering new things that I loved, I met new people who loved it too. And basically, I do a lot of networking, I do a lot of co-working, I do a lot of um, events and things like that and meet new people. And now I've started to attract people. And actually, some of those people are totally my tribe. Like I've still got my friends, but my friends predominantly don't own a business. So don't wholly get exactly what the challenges can be um, and aren't hugely spiritual. And that's absolutely fine. But I needed people who also were and who got it, who were a bit woo, all of those elements. And that was really important to me. 
So I've now attracted people who are absolutely my tribe, who I really value along the friendships that I've already got. So my best friends are, are really important to me, but there are elements that, that are a, a, a bit different for them than they are for me. So embrace you because only you can be you. There is nobody else who is better at being you than you. So instead of having this desire to fit in, instead of needing this validation, develop the joy of standing out. Develop the idea that everything you need is within you and that if you let it come out to play, what will actually happen is you will change your vibration, you will change your energy, your micro signals that you're giving out all the time will change and things will really shift for you in every area of your life. Now, if you need help with that, this is what I help with. So I support established career-driven women to work through their self-sabotage behaviours, including imposter syndrome, so that they can enjoy their success or continue their progression path, feeling comfortable and happy, knowing that they really, truly deserve it. Um, so if that sounds like you, pop me a DM. I will then reach back out to you and we'll start to have a conversation. Um, I hope you found this useful and episode three will be on next Thursday at 9.30 um, and in the meantime have a great weekend drop any questions that you want to in the comments please leave your feedback um, it's great to, to come and talk to you again this is just such a joy for me um, and I hope you get something out of it too Thank you so, so much for joining me on this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you loved it, please make sure that you share it with your friends and anybody else you think would benefit. And also make sure you've clicked the follow button. It would be amazing if you could leave me a five-star review so the world gets out to as many amazing women as possible. If you want to know more about me and my offers, then you'll find the links in the show notes. So until next week, go and explore some of the themes I've talked about today and try things out for yourself. I'd also love to hear more how it helped you. So drop me a message using the link in the show notes. And remember, whether you believe you can or believe you can't, you're right.